You tune to Sirius FM 105.7. Yes, sir, before I get to our Dr. Idris Kamisa, let me read this uh, correspondence uh, that came through. It says, uh, the learned Dr. Idris Kamisa, assalamu alaikum. I recently took off my niqab after deep introspection. I questioned why I wore it and I also was uh, disappointed by some in my circles who wore it. In my case, it was like a political alliance. Uh, the town which I live in uh, look up to those who subscribe uh, to their whims and fancies and judge you through your wealth and appearance. Then uh, once uh, that criterion is met, the holier-than-thou syndrome sets in and look down on others who are not from the Nikabi movement. We spent lots of time cooking and serving so-called holy men who really fail the Sunnah method of eating. Honestly, most of them indulge to bulge. Alhamdulillah, we are blessed with abundance. So now, without the niqab, I go and help orphanages and cook for the really needy, those walking the streets. Now, with no malice and dictation, I feel free and fulfilled. Doctor, please advise accordingly. So we as an ummah do not judge a book by its cover. Jazakallah, sister from Josie. Let's welcome uh, Idris Kamisa, educator, motivational uh, uh, speaker, family therapist, and also, yeah, educator, you know, world-class, world-class. He goes to UK, he goes to Nigeria. He's uh, head of the Assalam Institute also. Idris Kamisa, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tell me, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful Wednesday morning? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm feeling very well. And uh, always a, a joy to interact with you. It's uh, may Allah protect you and protect everyone, inshallah. And may we be true to what Islam demands of us. Let us not pander uh, to people around us. In the end, if you're a crowd pleaser, you'll never be happy. And if you find your authentic self, as this lady has done, alhamdulillah, you're able to fulfill your responsibility because you're no more doing it uh, to appease other people, but fulfilling your responsibility. Now, coming to, uh, to this uh, topic uh, specifically, it does happen that you sometimes have what you call a herd mentality, right? I'm not uh, demeaning people that wear the niqab. Uh, it takes uh, courage when people do it of their own volition. And uh, there is also beauty in it. But the critical thing in life is this, that we as Muslims, we must always be non-judgmental. The people that we might condemn on this earth, Allah may be most pleased with them. They may attain the highest status in Jannah. Because you do not know what's in the heart of people, what's in the heart and what is in the mind. And when this uh, sister uh, decided uh, to, in inverted commas, disrobe niqab and do perhaps what she wanted to do to feed people, to do things, to get involved, to be a volunteer, she got a tremendous fulfillment, right? And she also makes reference to those that uh, uh, overeat, you know, the perhaps some of the more obese members of our, our community. And it's true, you know, we must not be selective in terms of uh, what our sunnah is. Our sunnah determines many things. It determines not only 
about how you dress. It also determines about how you eat. It's also something else that we overlook. It's about your relationships with people and how in your relationships you must not impute any intention. You must not uh, judge people. You must not be condescending or patronizing. And that's very, very important. The thing is this, that, you know, in the earlier days of Islam, then the Sahaba, they, they often disagreed, but they were never disagreeable. And they never thought in their heart for a moment that I'm better than you. One of the worst things in life is what you call a spiritual uh, arrogance. And that's uh, very, very bad. And in the end, even if you do good, that's between you and Allah. Even if you do good, you do not make it part of the social media. You do not show off. You do not uh, masquerade as someone that is angelic. Because each one of us knows when we go to bed, uh, we go to bed with ourselves. We know exactly uh, who we are. And I'm so glad, I'm so glad that our sisters, uh, as this sisters realize that all of us are part of the Ummati of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we must also strengthen uh, the Ummah. But you can only strengthen it by not being a spectator, by getting involved. Now, I tell you, Idris, uh, you see the confidence that the listeners have in you, and I know why. I mean, you spoke from the heart, and, uh, you know, you've brought uh, quite a few issues, and the, the one I like was the triple S, uh, the selective sunnah syndrome, that, you know, we will preach vociferously on things that suit us, and something that doesn't suit us, we conveniently put it under file 13. And uh, then you talk about a spiritual arrogance. I mean, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was the epitome of uh, humility. I mean, he, he never showed arrogance. He, you know, respected everyone. And alhamdulillah, because of his humility, he won many people to the house of Islam. And uh, perhaps, uh, you know, a little more on, uh, uh, you know, motivating us uh, to get the spiritual arrogance out of us. You know, we like in, in, in bargaining with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we do this and we'll get that. We shouldn't be doing that. We should be doing it because we were created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be his vice gerund on earth, to be his finest creation on earth. So that we should be the most humble of creation. Your thoughts on that, Idris? No, I think it's a very, very powerful sentiment you're expressing because one thing that worries me and something we need to speak about, you know, we've got, uh, uh, for example, uh, you know, uh, individuals who assume they are, you know, Allah's chosen creation, that they are beyond reproach. And in that arrogance, uh, what they do, they'll tell you, for example, you'll go to hell. You are a devil. You are like this, you are like that. I mean, that is not the way of the Prophet ﷺ. And what the way of the Prophet ﷺ was, and he is, he was, I mean, a mercy unto all mankind. Even when something was wrong, he used hikmah, he used wisdom. He never thought in his heart for a moment, he's better than anyone else, yet he was a chosen creation of Allah. And yet he prayed every day for the Ummati, for, uh, for each one of us, right? And this kind of thing, really what it does, once you adopt that kind of mantle, as it were, that I'm better than you, and then it creates, it's very, very divisive, very, very divisive. You know, and I think, you know, may Allah protect us from this. And I think what's important in life, no matter how much you've got, no matter how much you own, 
No matter how spiritual you are, in fact, the more spiritual you are, you should be even more humble because your spirituality teaches you complete and utter humility. And when there is arrogance, then you know such a person is not really a friend of Allah, right? He is not a friend of Allah. In fact, he is, uh, you know, his own worst enemy. You know? Mm, you know, we've got a community, alhamdulillah, we have uh, lots and lots of learned men in it, and uh, we would have expected to have a more unified and a powerful uh, Muslim community. But it seems like uh, we've been uh, pulling at different poles, and uh, we are actually, uh, you know, like a elastic band. We're about to snap. You know, each one will tell you if you phone someone and said, you know, uh, can I do an interview? Say, no, no, I have to consult with so-and-so and then I'll get back to you. And, you know, like saying, you know what, uh, you are just inferior. Let me go to a superior person to get uh, an opinion whether I can talk to you and so forth. How does that impact on the psyche of the young Muslim that is growing up and is discovering his society to be so finicky, uh, Idris? You know, I, uh, 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 sing Shabbat, you know, Allah bless you because you're not afraid uh, or intimidated. You ask the kind of questions, right? And I deal with, I interface with a broader community. Our young people are v- getting very disenchanted with Islam. They're getting disenchanted is when, uh, when the scholars themselves, I, I, I don't uh, believe, I mean, they can agree on everything. But when they are disagreeable uh, to each other, when they spew vitriol, that is unacceptable, man. That is unacceptable, right? And when they do that, what what happens to a person that is a lay person who is a sinner? He thinks, well, there's no hope for me. Because what is important is this, that if you've got an issue with someone, go and speak to him privately. Do that. That's what you need to do, you know. Speak to someone privately and uh, say, you know, brother, you know, I I heard you on the radio uh, and uh, uh, this is my own feeling, you know. Uh, You know, I don't think you did it intentionally. And that way you can win people, you know. So, you know, they say that a, a scholar is not a sage on the stage, but a guide on the side. (laughs) <laughs> right, a scholar is not a sage on the stage but a guide on the side you can win more the hearts of people when you engage them and sometimes you wonder and I'm loath to speculate why people do this I mean why they do this and what is even more disconcerting when individuals do this they have uh, a, a lot of followers who are in mm. fact loose cannons you know loose cannons you know I tell you, Idris, you walk the talk, my brother. You know, it, it, it said that truth shall uh, set you free. And, you know, the, the many years I've known you and, you know, my heart united with you because of that quality you had. You have that empathy. You have that sympathy. You know, you're not someone that hankers after this dunya. You you know, you're there to serve the people in the manner that will please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. And, you know, I testify to that. Also, Idris, before I let you go, last week you had a pressing issue in your heart talking about the suicide rate and the depression that has engulfed uh, most of the uh, Muslim, uh, you know, uh, individuals. Uh, perhaps uh, you, you could talk to us about uh, it in the next uh, two or three minutes. Yeah, you see, the whole thing is this, that uh, suicide is something that is a bored, it goes antithetical to life. It, uh, you are inviting, you know, the wrath of Allah 
because uh, we are told that we are going to be tested. And if you look at the lives of the prophets, they were tested so much, but they never gave up faith. And that's important. You know, in life, you'll be confronted with impediments. It's not the end in the road. It's a bend in the road. With every heartache, there is ease. And when you are tested, Allah is really elevating your status. So what is important, my practical advice is five things. If you're going through an issue, surrender your issue to Allah because Allah is acutely aware of it. Secondly, very importantly, speak to someone that you know, a friend, right? Because revealing is healing. Thirdly, speak to your loved ones because this conversation will be very cathartic and it will purge you. You feel much better. The next thing is increase your ibadah. And last but not least, get up for tahajjud salah. Get up for tahajjud salah. It's you and Allah. Allah comes in the lower heavens and asks you, what is it that you need? Imagine, what is it that you need? Who is asking? Allah is asking. Raise your hands up, cry to him, and you'll find, inshallah, sakina. You'll find comfort in your heart, and you'll find that there'll be a transformation in your life. Absolutely brilliant. You know, call upon me and I shall answer thy prayer. Idris, you were uh, brilliant this morning. Allah keep you. Allah bless you. Inshallah, hopefully we'll uh, talk to you next week this time. And I can tell you before you tell me, I like it. I like it. I like it. And uh, Idris, you have a mashallah and beautiful day ahead. Yes. And please send me this clip. Eh? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is not a clip, people. This is more than a clip. This is worth billions in a spiritual sukoon. The way he spoke this morning, alhamdulillah, really resonated with so much of positivity on the uh, platforms of Sirius FM and uh, to over 120 countries across the globe. I can see Yusuf pointing at the podcast to say, hey, so many people want it. Well, Idris uh, Kamisa made a request there. We'll put it in his hand within the next few minutes, inshallah. Time for us to go for our break. When we get back, we'll be talking to our director, uh, Faisal Asmal, uh, to giving us an update or the report back on uh, the uh, feeding scheme. You tuned to Sirius FM 105.7.